Dear gentle listener, a warm welcome to Dear Mind. I am quite literally your storyteller, Shri Vidya Shivkumar. Dear Mind aims to create and encourage conversations around mental health. We do this through stories and that simple fact that connects us all, our human experiences. We are, after all, our stories and our stories are us. Today's story is A Helping Hand. It's written by Payal Dhar and illustrated by Vartika Sharma. Payal is an author writing fiction for middle grade and young adult readers. In her role as a journalist, she covers science and technology and how they affect our world and our lives. She's widely published, including in the Business Standard, Washington Post, Guardian and Outlook Traveller. Vartika Sharma is an illustrator based in New Delhi. A Helping Hand is a tale that takes place over letters. But these are unusual letters in that they are one-sided. Who writes them? Who are they meant for? Who needs a hand? Let's find out. A Helping Hand by Payal Dhar Dear, well, you know who you are. And it's not like you're ever going to see this letter. Miss told me that I had to be your mentor and show you around because you are a new student. I didn't know what a mentor is, so I looked it up at the dictionary. Anyway, she didn't tell me anything about that. Ali and Gaurav and Sumi and Rani, they kept asking me about it when we were going home from school. I told them that I didn't know what they were talking about. But that's not true. How can I not know? See. You made me lie to my friends. Yours sincerely, me. Hi again. Ma says that it is not good to stare at people. But I can see that everyone stares at you. They stare at me too because I have to hang around with you and be your mentor. Why did you come to our school? Why couldn't you continue going to whatever school you went to earlier? Do you know what happened yesterday? Gaurav, Ali and two of their friends from class 7 cornered me after school to ask about you know what. They took my bag and wouldn't give it back. Then they threw it into the thicket by the side of the road and I had to scramble down into the mountainside to get it. I tore my shirt and Ma was angry with me. This is all your fault. Me. Hello. I keep telling them that they can ask you whatever they want to know. What's the point of asking me? How am I supposed to know why you have that thing or how it works? To be really honest, I can't say I'm not curious myself 
or that I don't have the same questions the others are asking me. Yes, I noticed it the first day when you came into the classroom. I saw how you did everything with one hand and how your left hand never moved. At first, I couldn't tell what the problem was. Then, when I came closer, I saw that something wasn't quite right. It looked weird, like it was covered in plastic or something. Then I thought it was a toy hand. It took me some time to understand. Also, I saw what happened at lunch. See you. Me. Hello. My oldest sister, the one who's studying engineering in Delhi, called today. I told her, there's a girl in my class and she has a fake hand. And she said that the term is prosthetic hand. Listen, I have some advice for you. You may be new and all, but if you want people to stop staring at you and talking about you, you have to stop standing in the corner all the time. Why don't you play with us? Why don't you come on the swing? Everyone loves the swing. It's been two weeks and you can jolly well come by yourself. I'm not going to be your minder forever. Sometimes I don't know what to say to you. Me. Hi again. After the lunch incident that day, I've been watching you. I'm just curious. Is it weird to have one hand? Is it only your hand or is your entire arm fake? Sorry, prosthetic. Today, Sumi, Gaurav and I walked to the school together. They were playing a game they made up called One Hand Challenge. The rule is, you have to do things with one hand. Like packing your bag or buttoning your shirt. Sumi couldn't tie her shoelaces and she forgot about it and tripped and fell. She got a cut on her chin. Miss saw it, and even though she put some antiseptic cream on it, she scolded Sumi for being careless. You can't run around in the mountains with your shoelaces untied. What will happen if you fall while going home or something? I think adults worry too much. Yours truly, me. Hi. Do you know what a coincidence is? It's like when you talk about something and the same thing happens sometime later in a completely unrelated way. In my last letter, I was telling you about Sumi and the shoelaces and then today, I saw you tying your shoelaces. Wow, that was awesome. I think you did it faster than I could do it with two hands. If you were my friend, I would challenge you to a shoelace tying race. Or no. Maybe I would ask you to teach me how to do it with one hand. I have to confess, I did try to tie my shoelace with one hand when I got home. But it's impossible. How do you do it? Maybe I'll ask you tomorrow. Curious. Me. Hi. So after what you said, I've tried to do a lot of things with only one hand but it is so difficult. I still don't get how you do it. Like having a bath, wearing your clothes, packing your bag. Since that day at lunch, I did realize that you have to do some things differently. But it's not like you don't do almost everything the rest of us do. 
Listen, I'm sorry about what I said earlier about playing with us. I guess you were just feeling shy and also about coming on the swing. I tried and it's hard to get your balance if you don't hold it with two hands. But you're great in the jungle gym even if you don't hang from the bars and you can run really fast, even faster than Ali who won the first prize at sports day. Bye, me. Hello. That movie was really funny, no? I laughed so much that my stomach hurt and it was like I was crying. I always like it when they show movies in school. It means no classes. Last time before you came to our school, they showed this movie about a tiger cub who got lost. It was quite scary mostly because it was a true story. Later someone found it and managed to get it back to its family. True stories like that are called documentaries. Did you know that? Tiger cubs are cute, no? Last year there was a puppy near our house. It was very cute too, but it grew up and then it wasn't so cute anymore. Got to go now, me. Hello, hello. Did you know? I was so surprised when I saw you on the bus. I had no idea my father worked in the same place as yours. But I'm so happy you came to the office picnic because last year when they took us there were no children my age and I got really bored. Okay, I'm really tired. So I'm going now. See you in school tomorrow. Me. Hi. I think I should warn you. Principal sir becomes slightly insane whenever annual day comes along. He might yell at you. He yells at everyone. So don't take it personally. My ma says that he's under a lot of pressure because our annual day performance reflects on him. I'm not sure what that means, but he does look stressed out. Did you see his hair? It was like he touched a loose wire and got an electric shock. Though I think it was very mean of Rani to put a frog in his chair. Okay. I'm going now before he catches me writing this letter. Me. Hey. Your new hand is so cool. No offense, but the old one was a bit boring. It was just there. The new one is like magic and you can move the fingers and grip with it. I hope you don't mind that I asked to shake hands. I just said it before I could think. Maybe tomorrow we can do some experiments to find out if you can lift stuff with it. Oh, I just realized the last couple of letters I wrote to you, I didn't mention your prosthetic hand at all. It's like I forgot all about it and wanted to tell you so many other things. The funny thing is, I'm not that curious about your hand anymore. I don't know why. Your friend, me. Have you experienced that? That prickly feeling at the base of your neck. Perhaps you're at a bookstore and you feel this the stare. You look up and sure enough there's a pair of eyes or more steadily fixed on you. Why do people look at others that way? When a person has a skin condition, we ask them if it is contagious. when they limp when they have an overbite when they aren't as slim as we would like them to be do you have tattoos do you have short hair 
you're going to get stared at, commented upon, pointed out to others, and it can be pretty much anything. And you know, nobody is spared, not even children. In a helping hand, we travel with a child with a prosthetic limb. The things we take for granted pose huge challenges for the child. This is true for adults too. India has more than half a million amputees, according to a 2019 article. Each year, tens of thousands are added to the amputee population. Perhaps you're driving now, or holding a cup of coffee, or writing something. All easy tasks. Maybe you take a flight of stairs, you board a bus. Everyday tasks. Have we considered how seemingly simple tasks can be utterly difficult for someone? How often do we think about this? And really, how can we help? If you're a business owner, you could make your premises easier to navigate. If you're a teacher, perhaps you could talk to students about disabilities and acceptance. If you're a parent, perhaps you can explain to your child what it means to be a true friend. It also makes a difference what kind of movies you watch, the jokes about disabled people that you find hilarious, you know, the snide comments that we think is, you know, just for fun, it's harmless, what's the big deal? You should grow a sense of humor. The child in the story is offered a helping hand, quite literally, as my teammate Swati says, by a friend. This unknown letter writer shows us a glimpse of her thoughts with every letter she writes. The act of writing helps clarify her thoughts, giving her a way to accept her friend. That last letter tells us everything we need to know. It is signed off with two remarkable words, your friend. So to me, this is as much a story about accepting disabilities as it is about friendship. And that friendship starts with understanding. Tell me, If children can do that, what stops us adults from being that compassionate, that observant, and that good a friend? Thank you for listening to Dear Mind. This is a Mind Stories production. I hope the story created a space to have those tough conversations and to see the world in different ways. If you did like Dear Mind, please consider leaving a rating or review on your podcast app. Your support matters. I'm also thrilled to say that we have a new website for all our podcasts. You'll find us at mindstoriespodcasts.com And finally, do email me at srividya at mindstories.com to share your thoughts. I'll see you in two weeks with another story. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you.